0: it's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive the show
1: that sputters along touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction and now here are your hosts richard kuth and roger colby hey welcome back to three-cylinder star drive i'm roger colby a science fiction novelist i'm a
0: richard and i am a found to pop culture trivia
1: hey richard uh so today we went to a little thing called uh, ContempCon, which was over contemp at the...
0: ContempCon, not ContempCon.
1: ContempCon, Contemp... ContempCon.
0: ContempCon. Not,
1: like con... not like you have contempt.
0: No, com temp con.
1: <laughs> okay. com
0: temp, not contempt Contemp, not ContempCon, Com-temp.
1: All com right, temp. whatever. Like contemporary. Like
0: contemporary, there you go. But like
1: con. Okay, anyway, name aside. Uh, it was a small convention mm-hmm. it was like a, it was like a you know a, billed as is like a science fiction convention I guess more for comic books yeah okay. well
0: it, it's run by the uh, Oklahoma Contemporary Art Society mm-hmm. um, and it's basically just it showcases local artists and uh, I mean that's pretty much what it is yeah our
1: local artists and um, our, our good friend and uh, and 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 Pretty well-known artist now, Jerry mm-hmm. Bennett, was at this convention. He was mm-hmm. a featured guest at this convention. Um, it's really good to see Jerry um, get these kind of gigs. Uh, he's doing pretty well. He's doing pretty. He's pretty yep. successful. Yeah, I always um, buy his
0: art, but not this time because I'm saving money for Avengers: Infinity War. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. <laughs>
1: That's okay. But we'll uh, we're going to review that a couple of episodes down the line. Um, to give everybody a chance to go see it before we talk about it Mm -hmm. Um, because it's big it's really big Um, the thing that I want to talk about today though is some things that I learned from this convention because it was like just a place for uh, Oklahoma artists to kind of get together not just artists but also writers and so at this convention I learned something really really important and I probably need to network a little better because there's people here in the state of Oklahoma who are you know, other writers who um, actually produce stuff that more people read than my readership. Um, you know, i have a readership, but not like some of these other people. So, um, and they also taught me some things about networking where I can get with other people and do other kinds of projects, you know, not just novels. Because um, there's a really cool uh, magazine that comes out um, every once in a while, it's a free mag, kind of like the Oklahoma Gazette or whatever. And it's called Okie Comics.
0: Okie Comics, yeah.
1: And um, Okie Comics is a comic book, um, I guess it just has a bunch of different comics yeah, matched it's, in there together. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's some, some several comics and, uh-huh. and just some, it's comic strips, you know, like right. they have in the paper. And then it's like like some sections of certain comics. Right. Um, but it's basically, you got all these contributing lo- local artists and they can send their stuff in and they'll feature a lot of them in Okie Magazine, uh, Okie Comics Magazine. Um, it's, right. Yeah, it's free. Um, I don't think there's that many. I, I'm not sure how many issues are out already, so I don't think there's been that many yet. There's just,
1: just one so far. Just, one,
0: just the one? Yeah. Okay. Just the one, yeah. I know they were giving away the, uh, the first edition, but right. man, I got the first edition out of GameStop like, like, Five months ago. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, they come out when they can. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, kind of crowdfunded a little mm-hmm. bit with different businesses that buy um, buy ads and stuff, and that's how they kind of support it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happens is they have a bunch of these uh, comic book artists around the state who have put their comic books in there and their comic stories, and they are, they they are illustrate them and they do the stories and stuff. But also, they want um, like. Original stories about that are set in Oklahoma. Now they don't have to be real stories; they can be fake stories and stuff. I mean, good grief! They've got one coming out in the new issue that'll come out in May that <laughs> has a story about a kaiju in downtown Oklahoma City, and it's a yeah, possum.
0: Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Bennett it's is a giant possum runs that rampant
1: one. through Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. So that that looks like something that I would want to read. That's pretty hilarious. But the cool thing is, is that for, for writers like me, and if you're a writer out there. Um, and you live in Oklahoma, you can submit uh, your stories to them. Now, the thing is, you can't just like send in a short story or something in short story form. You have to go and take your short story and turn it into uh, what's called a comic book script. And comic book script has a certain kind of format. Um, I'm, I'm currently doing research on how to do that, and uh, I'll be writing a couple of these for um, Okie Oki Comics. I'm going to send a few of mine in and you know, it seemed pretty, the ones I pitched seemed pretty reasonable he would do. So um, maybe I'll get some in there. Maybe you'll see some in Oki Comics if you guys can pick those up around where you get your local Oki Comics magazine. Um, but I realized I needed to do some stuff like this. Not only that, to like network with certain people. And there's also another group called um, Oklahoma Storytellers. And um, this is just a kind of a thing where different writers will get together and tell stories at these events. And I think I'm going to get involved in that too. Um, I'm also doing some, uh, like, Amazon has a thing where you can write pilot scripts for them, uh, and anybody can do this. You don't have to have an agent or whatever. They just read it, and they determine whether they want to make a show out of it. You know, So I think I have some pretty good ideas, but um, Amazon has its own... Uh, Scriptwriter program built in. It's like an online thing. You just sign on and you start doing it. You start writing the script. Um, be sure that you probably copyright the thing before you send it yeah, off to Yeah, yeah, you know. Because, you know... It, the, they're a
0: big studio and, you know, you know how studios are these days. But you don't have... Uh, you don't have it in uh, copyright on something, yeah. they can take it and claim it as their own.
1: Well, I've been... And they will. <laughs> I've been a victim of, uh, of, of plagiarism, and it's not fun when somebody steals your stuff. Uh, back April of 2012, I wrote a, I wrote a blog post called uh, Talking's 10 Tips for Writers, where what I did, I spent a good three or four days... Going through Tolkien's letters, I have a book of his letters that was published in 1981. It's a nice little vintage book. Um, and I annotated the crud out of that thing. And I found in there all kinds of things that Tolkien would probably say to writers if they, uh, you know, if he was to sit you down, young writer, and explain to you, like, here's some things that you should know about writing. Um, so I wrote these ten things, and I put them in this blog post. Well, good grief, in a couple of days, I had over 16,000 hits on the thing. And then it was just like viral. Well, a couple months later, I'm like, well, I wonder how viral it is. So I searched it on Google and I found um, my article had been turned into an infographic without my, my knowledge by a very reputable site called Essay Mama. No, they're not. They're a site that you write, you can pay these people money and they'll write you an original essay to turn into class Um, that's how reputable they are, but they had created this, and then it got picked up by uh, Daily Beast, and the Daily Beast had it published on their website, Um, and so I wrote the Daily Beast, and I told them about it, and I showed them the original post, and they took it down, Um, but it's still floating out there. You can find it. If you search Tolkien's 10 Tips for Writers, you're going to find a bunch of people who are claiming credit for that, that didn't write it originally. I'm I'm the one who wrote it originally. Um, you can go to my website, RogerDColby.com, and not only can you find a link to this podcast, but you can also find um, all my books there. But you can also find that that article. It's there. I moved it over there from uh, writing is hard work, which is no longer um, no longer there. Okay. I had to take it down okay. because I moved it over. So anyway.
0: you learned a lot of special stuff today. Okay, you did. here's what I. But here's my here's okay, your here's away. mine. Okay. It was free. And that's why I liked it. <laughs> it was free. It was a free con. It was yeah. just it was just some local businesses, local artists, and you can go there and you can buy art. You don't have to spend a bunch of money to get in and then worry about having to yeah. buy art. So you can yeah. go in there free. You don't pay any money getting in, so you can <laughs> use that money to buy the art, buy the comics. Yeah. Uh, and they have a donation thing. You can donate to them because you know they are they are a, a, a local society, Yeah, and so yeah. they take those donations. And if they and if it, they said this is their first one, this is their first con, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, they're hoping that it did well enough that they got enough people. Oh, in they there. did.
1: They said that they yeah. did really oh, okay. well. So good.
0: Yeah, I did. The donation thing was pretty full. I put a little bit of money in there, but it was pretty full. So hopefully they'll they'll be back next year
1: well all if right. they're back next year i'm gonna have a table at all time. right man so uh our podcast will be there and not only that i'll have books on sale so it'll cool. Be pretty cool cool yeah all right so our uh our, our movie of the week richard it's a, a little movie called revolt okay revolt and and um you know when i first saw this on netflix i was like okay this is one of those we can probably review for the show um, I went and watched it, and uh, it has kind of a Neil Blomkamp feel to it, um, but just not as good as a Neil Blomkamp movie. Okay, it stars uh, what was the guy who was in, um, in Guardians of the Galaxy who played the villain? Lee Pace? Lee Pace. Yeah. I like Lee Pace. Yeah, Lee Pace, he's pretty good in this. Lee Pace plays a soldier, and um, apparently the planet is being overrun by uh, alien uh robots okay they're like these huge weird spindly looking robots that have uh, uh some kind of a uh, electric cannon on the front of their whatever they got they're on two legs they got some weird strange head with like some kind of a electric cannon that will vaporize people like you know pop in a water balloon I mean, that's pretty much what people so, look like. Okay, well.
0: So, so, yeah. So, yeah. Generic future robot designs.
1: Yeah, it's generic future robot. But um, he's a guy who has, uh, he wakes up, amnesia. Okay, that's a little cliche. Mm. He wakes up, amnesia, doesn't know where he is. But um, meets this girl, and the two of them are on the run. It's set in Africa, like in Kenya or something. I think it was shot in Kenya. Um, but it's really fast-paced. There's a lot of people exploding like water balloons in this film, um, and they're trying to get to this other place where they can figure out how to stop the aliens. And you know, there's a lot of self-sacrifice stuff goes on in this movie. A lot of people getting wasted for stupid reasons, um, not like high, but you know, like wasted dead. Um, but uh, it's watchable. It's watchable. Okay. It's not. Uh, you know, it's like I said, it felt like a Neil Blomkamp movie because of the the over, you know, the, the violence factor was pretty high. Um, the alien robots are kind of Blomkamp-esque. They kind of look like something Blomkamp might have designed. Um, but Blomkamp doesn't have anything yeah. to do with this movie.
0: Yeah, kind of off-topic, but kind of related. Neil Blomkamp is doing a crowdfunding right now for a... Feature film version of his Zygote short film.
1: Oh, dude. That thing is creepy. It is creepy. If you've not seen Zygote, you need to go check that We've out. We've talked about it. But We've talked about it on the podcast before. That's probably the most disturbing sci-fi thing I've seen in a long time. That thing's time. gross. It's really gross.
0: Needs a lot of, needs <laughs> a lot of clippers. <laughs> yes. A lot of toenail clippers. Lots of
1: toenail clippers. Um, but no, this little movie, it's called... Uh, revolt and uh, it's 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 not revolting okay but it, it it's pretty good okay pretty decent it's okay it, if you have a couple hours to well an hour and a half to kill mm-hmm. you know on a saturday afternoon and you got nothing going on maybe you're waiting on a dental appointment this is a, a good movie to you know kill your time okay so uh, until next week I'm Roger Colby and I'm Richard Kids